Hello all, today we discuss Staphylococcus. Common example Staphylococcus aureus. As the name suggests, Staphylococci are cocci which are gram positive and they typically appear in grape like clusters. They are ubiquitous, they are present everywhere and are the most common cause of localized suppurative lesions in humans that is pus causing lesions in humans they are typically aerobic or facultative anaerobic catalase positive containing about 40 species and subspecies they are important nosocomial pathogens because they cause antibiotic resistant multiple diseases in the hospital environment. Staphylococcus aureus especially develop resistance to penicillin and other antibiotics easily and are important human pathogens especially in the hospital environment. Staphylococci were first observed in human pus in 1871 by von Recklinghausen in 1880, Louis Pasteur first cultured it in liquid media and inoculated them in rabbits and observed abscesses, ulcers. It was named Staphylococcus, Staphyl Greek word meaning bunch of grapes, Cocos meaning berry. The naming was done by Sir Alexander Oxton, a Scottish surgeon in 1880. He also established conclusively the role of staphylococci in abscesses and suppurative lesions. Abscess means ulcers, suppurative means pus containing lesions are wounds or cuts. Sir Alexander Oxton also noticed the presence of non-virulent staphylococci on skin surfaces. So he identified both virulent and non-virulent staphylococci. In 1884, Rosenbach identified and named two strains based on their growth on solid media. Moist virulent staphylococci from the lesions were found to produce golden yellow colonies and hence named Staphylococcus aureus. Aureus means gold golden yellow colonies so staphylococcus aureus and the strains from normal skin produced white colonies on solid media hence named staphylococcus albus by rosenbach so two strains based on the colony characters or color on the solid media he identified them virulent staphylococci staphylococcus aureus golden yellow colonies strains from normal skin with white colonies on solid media, Staphylococcus albus. Albus means white. In 1885, Passett, another scientist, identified a third variety, Staphylococcus citrus, producing lemon yellow colonies. Staphylococci are classified into two groups based on pigment production and some other biochemical characters, especially presence of coagulase enzyme and fermentation of mannitol. 
two characters which is found to have some association with its virulence based on the pigment production though they could identify different species they did not find any correlation between the pigment production and virulence so some other biochemical characters especially presence or absence of coagulase enzyme and fermentation of mannitol some strains can form in mannitol some strains cannot form in mannitol so these two characters were finally found to have some association with whether the organism is having virulence or not whether it is pathogenic or not so based on that staphylococcus aureus which was named staphylococcus pyogenes earlier and similar strains were found to be pathogenic coagulase positive and able to ferment mannitol staphylococcus epidermidis earlier called staphylococcus albus and similar strains are usually non pathogenic coagulase negative and do not ferment mannitol however there can be exceptions three species among the non pathogenic commonly designated non pathogenic types three species named staphylococcus epidermidis hemolyticus saprophyticus they are found to cause human diseases when the immune response or is low or when the person is immunocompromised generally these are non pathogenic but sometimes they cause diseases they also do not form in mannitol they are usually non pathogenic they are coagulase negative some other coagulase negative species like staphylococcus hominis staphylococcus capitus are part of commensal flora of our skin other species are parasitic on animals according to 1986 edition of burgess manual of systematic systemic bacteriology burgess manual of systemic bacteriology which we follow for classification the classification is as follows genus staphylococcus family microhocciaceae coming under we have species staphylococcus aureus citrus albus etc genus staphylococci is again divided into two subgroups just as we discussed now coagulase positive staphylococci coagulase negative staphylococci genus staphylococci a thus will be coagulase positive staphylococci staphylococcus aureus intermedius hiatus etc genus staphylococcus b would be coagulase negative staphylococci staphylococcus albus or epidermidis staphylococcus citrus staphylococcus saprophyticus staphylococcus hominis capitus hemolyticus etc staphylococcus genus thus includes at least 40 species three main species of clinical importance are staphylococcus aureus which are pathogenic commonly found in nose sometimes staphylococcus epidermidis it's a commensal of skin can cause severe infections in immuno compromised patients staphylococcus saprophyticus part of normal vaginal flora can cause genito urinary tract infections so staphylococcus aureus epidermidis or albus saprophyticus these three are clinically significant now coming to the morphology as we all know these are spherical gram positive cocci in irregular grape like clusters approximately 1 micrometer in diameter they are arranged characteristically in grape like clusters because 
During cell division, division occurs in three planes and sometimes daughter cells remain attached to one another instead of completely separating. In liquid cultures, these are also found as single cocci in pairs or as short chains of three or four cells. These are typically non-motile, non-sporing, usually non-capsulated. Some strains in young cultures, they are found to possess capsules which can be seen under microscope, but usually they are non-capsulated. They stain readily with our common dyes, aniline dyes, always gram-positive. Peptidoglycan layer is the major structural component. Tecoic acid is present in cell wall. They can be present as L forms in the presence of penicillin and certain cell wall lysine chemicals. We know what are L forms. Now, cultural characters, they are aerobes, facultative anaerobes, grow readily on ordinary media with optimum growth temperature 37 degrees Celsius and optimum pH 7.4 to 7.6. Different media used, nutrient dagger. On nutrient dagger, after 24 hour incubation, they form large 2 to 4 mm diameter colonies, circular, convex, golden yellow, if staphylococcus aureus, opaque, easily emulsifiable colonies with smooth shiny surface. Pigment does not diffuse into the medium. Maximum pigment production occurs at 22 degrees Celsius in aerobic conditions. Pigment production can be enhanced by adding 1% glycerol monoacetate or milk in the medium. So these are its properties. So we will be mentioning mainly the properties of Staphylococcus aureus and sometimes we will be mentioning the other kinds of Staphylococcus also as and when need arises. So Staphylococcus aureus, they are typically golden yellow and they have all these properties. On blood agar, similar golden yellow colonies are formed surrounded by a clear zone of hemolysis. Staphylococcus can ly uh, lyse the blood cells forming a clear, so clear zone around the colonies and we call that lysis beta hemolysis. You can, in the picture you can find Staphylococcus aureus coagulase positive and coagulase negative Staphylococci epidermidis. Coagulase negative Staphylococci will not produce hemolysis. The other one, coagulase positive Staphylococcus aureus will produce a clear zone of hemolysis around the around their colonies. So they are lysing the RBCs. This hemolysis, beta hemolysis we call because of the complete zone around the colonies. There are different types of hemolysis which we will be seeing later, alpha, beta, gamma. Staphylococcus aureus produces beta hemolysis. When Incubated under 20-25% carbon dioxide conditions, this is more pronounced. This is more clearly visible. Hemolysis is pronounced or more visible in sheep or rabbit blood and weak on horse blood agar. Depends on how it reacts with the RBCs. So, in this picture, Staphylococcus epidermidis, white cream colonies, no hemolysis of RBC. Staphylococcus aureus shows hemolysis, Sapro, uh, Staphylococcus saprophyticus also will not show any hemolysis of RBCs. Epidermidis and saprophyticus are coagulase negative, non-pathogenic typically and they will not show hemolysis. Staphylococcus aureus coagulase positive, 
pathogenic and they will cause beta hemolysis especially of sheep or rabbit blood cells. Now on McConkie saga they produce smaller colonies 0.1 to 0.5 mm then those on nutrient agar and a pink color due to lactose fermentation. McConkie's agar is used to differentiate between lactose fermenting and not for non-fermenting. So they ferment lactose and produce pink colored colonies. On mannitol salt agar which is selective media for staphylococcus aureus especially it contains mannitol staphylococcus can ferment mannitol appear as yellow colonies. MSA is a useful selective and differential medium. It is selective for recovering Staphylococcus aureus from fecal specimens when investigating food poisoning especially. Generally from fecal specimens it is a selective medium. Other Staphylococci produce small pink or red colonies with no color change to the medium. Non-manitol fermenters in the picture you can see Staphylococcus Aureus is a mantle fermenter with yellow colonies. Saprophyticus or Epidermidus is non mantle fermenter and produces pink or red colonies. Other media can also be used for growth. Liquid media where they show uniform turbidity. And selective media for isolating Staphylococcus aureus, MSA we already mentioned. Other than that, milk, salt, agar or broth containing 8-10% to NaCl. Staphylococcus can grow in presence of high amount of salt. This we have studied some time back. So milk salt agar can be used. Manitol salt agar can be used. Another agar is Baird Parker agar with antibiotics like polymyxin B. If it is used, Staphylococcus will grow on that producing black colonies. Ludlam's media containing lithium chloride, telluride with polymyxin B can also be used. For primary isolation, sheep blood agar plate is recommended because the hemolysis is pronounced in that and for isolating it from mixed cultures like clinical samples you can use sheep blood agar plate. Human blood should be avoided since it contains antibodies, inhibitors etc. So the result may be confusing. So that was an overview starting of Staphylococcus with Staphylococcus aureus as a typical example and some other examples. We discussed today morphology, cultural characters, uh, hope you have followed, any doubts please get back to me, thank you.